Last time on Geek Boys, the squad evaluates episode four and five of Loki. They touch base on what makes a character truly evil, and Cat drops in on WitcherCon and gives us all the deets. But see what we're talking about today on Geek Boys. Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the hot, hot, hot G-Squad of Amy, Ray, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys, to a brand new episode. How is everybody? Recharged and ready after a week off. Doing it, doing it. <laughs> it. It'd be like that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, yeah, let's jump right into it. We have a lot to catch up on, especially on uh, the Marvel side. A lot of Marvel shit happened in, like, a week. And so to take this time to kind of neatly tie up some stuff language okay captain america anyway um, let's start with loki we got to our finale you guys we made it through six episodes we had our predictions we had our thoughts let's see if they lined up to what we thought to this finale how was everyone's reaction feeling to this finale of this episode you saw my meme i threw a table over in rage that was my feeling about the end of Loki. <sighs> I mean, sorry, Marlon. Kinda, go ahead. We yeah, we kind of we kind of discussed that though. How episode four really? Uh, seen episode four, I had a feeling it was gonna be like table flipping. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Marlon? No, no. Uh, I think I enjoyed it because I feel like we, for the most part, there'd always been this. Uh, illusion of like are we gonna see a surprise character pop up i mean it's from as far back as wandavision uh we were just looking out for a surprise cameo from someone uh anyone and i think it was just really fitting that in this uh last episode of loki we get a surprise cameo from jonathan majors uh portraying uh he who remains um or one of the many variations of kang the conqueror Cameo, well, mostly because cameo. he wasn't listed down on the IMDb. <laughs> just someone that people Surprise. were just trying to figure out, like, oh, hey, here's this person, just drop it in uh, for for this episode. So it was really nice to kind of be like, finally, we get this surprise guest star stopping by. And I mean, we all, I feel like the internet was definitely all about it's got to be Kang at this last episode. We're about to go right into this big phase. They got to introduce him at some point in time. Uh, but it was wonderful. It was really great. They also threw in uh, a really interesting character, He Who Remains, from the comics, which is like really nice to tie in that for a bunch of the comic book heads and just kind of introduce the fact that King, even in the comics, has so many uh, versions of himself. And so I'm looking forward to seeing it. That means we get to see all of them uh, gearing up to uh, a big fight. I didn't... I only that I didn't I was I was mostly surprised when that elevator opened up because I was like after all of these shows and we keep talking about all these people about to show up it's King's not about to show up in this and then then Jonathan Majors appeared and it made me happy uh so and the rest of that episode was honestly very I I like that meta comic book stuff I I could see how that that whole scene outside of time could have gone over not so great for some people or, but I like that super meta comic book uh, 
timeline nonsense um, for whatever reason. So um, I was enjoying it, and it got even better after uh, uh, the next couple of days when people started finding out about timestamps and stuff uh, between WandaVision and Loki. And then it added, then it, then that whole scene was even more interesting. So good job, Disney. That's all I had. Good job, Disney. Yes. I I, I will say, because of the timestamp, and we'll get more into that, what that means for the listeners who are listening, um, that actually made me like the episode more. I was like, oh, this is even, this is genius. This is, DC can't even, <laughs> DC wishes, you know? Um, but I, I, I did hear, I don't know if this is for real or a rumor. Is it true that they said Jonathan Mayers was scheduled to play this character? And because he played this character so well, that was basically why they chose him to be king. That's what I heard in the Marvel great Ryan. And I was like, wow, y'all don't. OK, never mind. No, well, that's I, what I, I read somewhere. <laughs> it, it's not from we got this covered.com right because no no you was, no you sent me a lot of links from there and i'm like cat look at I the url before you verify. send this out <laughs> i sent to you to verify because you're my oracle <laughs> you just gotta look at where it's coming I'm from like, mm, amy. <laughs> i am not google i'm not a filter okay i'm no, a human but you could be like no it's not real oh, okay just making uh-huh. sure just making sure um but I heard that and I was like, well, yeah, duh. Of course he would have been chosen for that. But okay, so for the timestamp thing, as most people didn't know, um, if anyone remembers back to the finale of WandaVision, the last fight that I think we've probably discussed a billion times, Wanda against uh, Agatha, when she basically, you know, uh, Phoenix forced her way into being <laughs> the Scarlet Witch and how everything was just whew, red, awesome, da da da. In the uh, Loki finale, um, he who remains is at his desk and he was talking to both Lokis when all of a sudden he stops and he's just staring off in space, like like looking around, um, like he's listening or he's feeling something in the in the universe. And then to the point where he picks something off his desk and drops it. So as you as you're watching that episode, you're like, why is he doing that? I didn't know what was going on. I was like, what does that mean? So uh, a lot of uh, fan from i don't know i think the, where i saw it was on tiktok so a guy on tiktok put uh i don't know what made him think this but he put both finales side by side played them at the same time and i want to say the 28 minute mark is when you see both of those two scenes synced up and they go together so he who remains is feeling the the power and the energy from uh wanda as she's she's just breaking realities with her scarlet witch uh emergence and he's just like oh well that's interesting didn't expect that at all kind of thing and i'm like oh my gosh yes but this again i already know like dr strange is gonna have so much right off the bat i don't know when we're gonna see dr strange in the next whatever like, I don't know if, like, the Internals or even Spider-Man 3 will have a in-credits scene showing Doctor Strange or any of the new shows are going to even hint to. I don't know. But I just know, right off the bat, Doctor Strange is just going to be pissed. He's going to be pissed about the Lokis and Wanda and the the variants of Kane coming. It's it's already too much. And we haven't seen him at all. Um, was he even at Tony's funeral 
in the in Endgame? I can't remember. Who like was? he should be there, but I don't Who? remember. Uh, Doctor Strange. Yeah, he was there. Okay, just making mm-hmm. sure. They're like, all I, there. I want to say he was, it was there. It was the most expensive I, photo sh- shoot for Marvel ever because they had right, to pay right, right. every fucking person in that room <laughs> right, right, or in right. that little dock. <laughs> it's, it's funny because with these shows, or at least with like Wanda and uh, Captain America, we do go back to that scene multiple times to kind of reference like where or even with um the black widow movie like we were thinking about hawkeye like that was the last time we saw hawkeye so that scene's really important for a lot of reasons it kind of just previewed or foreshadowed the new um the new game of marvel kids that we're going to be watching and so i always think back to that scene of like okay where was dr strange and then we're going to start from there and see where he might be going or whatever same with hawkeye start from there and see where he ends up going so, yeah. So with the finale, I understand that was a big scene. Did you guys feel like it was a good? Because as we know, I don't know if listeners know, this has uh, caused or this show is going on to a season two because of the way it ended. Um, <laughs> I was I was like, yes, I do it because you cannot make a look. You cannot make a Loki movie. You need more episodes. So with that, the way it ended, um, I know I'm jumping into the gun. We have, you know, um, Sylvie, 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 uh, killing he who mains, and he warned her, you do that, all my variants are coming out, and they're just gonna be, you know, messing up everything. And she was like, I don't care. She did it anyway. She 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 basically just broke everything. And so Loki, she? she actually returned Loki back to the TVA. Well, yeah. I mean, I feel like she did because if I've seen the um <laughs> the lines going like this, that just looks bad. <laughs> like that looks crazy. Um and so Loki's back to TVA and he's trying to warn everybody about What's happening? What's going on? And everyone is like, who are you? I was like, oh no, oh no. Um, the only person that got out was the, was Rinslayer because she's off to do something. I don't know what she's doing. But she, I would think she's the only other person that has memory of before the, I guess, timeline got reset. I guess that's what happened. The timeline got reset. I, so if, there's a lot if of you, stuff happening so if yeah, you're not ahead. in a timeline like in your timeline are you not affected by it they were saying that the TVA exists outside of that and so they wouldn't be so if if they've been changed uh, then I think that's a bigger signal of the power of, of Kang because again they made a point to say that oh we're in a, a nexus zone where we're not affected by a lot of these things so if they were affected then that means something major happened if they were absolutely if they were adjusted the way they were adjusted to where Kang is now a statue so that's a big sign that something major happened to affect them in that negative space that they happen to reside in it broke through I'm I'm, I'm gonna keep shrugging because it it doesn't make any sense honestly like there's like there's not really it kind of reminds me of oh no, yeah, that part confused me, but it kind of reminded me of um, in WandaVision where I feel like TVA is kind of like, in, you know how everything in Wanda's bubble was in a certain time and it flowed and that's how they just, whatever they knew, they knew within that. Mm-hmm. It's in a weird, similar way of they were in a kind of like a reality bubble or whatever mm-hmm. and they were chilling. That's how they were able to function and, you know, 
even though they were they did not know they were variants and all that but when that timeline broke it broke that protection bubble and so now they too are affected about the coming of whatever or whatever that's how that's how i try to rationalize it because like with ray i was like wait but how did that happen so what huh i so i, I personally like, suspect I'm stick to this part <laughs> i personally suspect the tva exists in a quantum realm somewhere uh just because it would be more fun mm. that way if they're just all really tiny inside some speck of quantumness i don't know mm. uh Agreed. Yeah, that's what I thought the TV the TVA was at too because of that preview in Ant Man two. I thought maybe that's where that's why time moves differently there. And but um, who knows if it's true that they stole everyone and they put them in that TVA area? That would be a good place to start. To because um, <coughs> since time moves so weird, you can basically grab anyone from anywhere and be like, "Yeah, you've always lived here. Yeah, whatever, you know." But now everything just doesn't make sense anymore. And this is why I'm calling on Doctor Strange to make it make sense. Make it make sense, Doctor Strange. No, please. Because then cause... Wanda's just going to make it make less sense. Because that's why I'm like, is it actually Sylvie's fault? Chaos. of those <laughs> timestamps of him saying they crossed the threshold when Scarlet Witch became Scarlet Witch? Like, it just doesn't... It was, did Sylvie do something? Because it's probably not, like... He just, he was ready for a change is what it sounded like to me. He was like, all right, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all won the prize. Y'all, y'all found the wizard behind uh, if, in Oz. Like, uh, I guess that means my time's up here. I'll, uh, I'll restart uh, when, uh, I, I don't know. It, it, it was a very, it was, it was cool and fun because Jonathan Majors got to really act and do some fun things and confuse the heck out of all of us, but. Um, who knows where they're going? I don't. They, they they could do anything at this point. That whole episode was one of those anything could happen in this episode kind of things. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. Anything could happen. We'll see. I mean, it was great. He presented them with two options. It was almost. It was almost like the opposite of the, of the Doctor Strange moment. Instead of there's only one option, there's only two options. Either one of you kills me, and this happens, or one of you gets to be in charge, and you'd probably, you know, have to devote your life to being he who remains, or she who remains, or they who remain here until the end of time. Uh, but it's interesting. I, I think it also really plays into the season two, because if you can imagine. We're probably not going to get to see all the variations of Kang in a movie. They're probably going to try to give us just like potentially maybe the one or the two. But you can get a chance to explore that if you were to do it in a TV setting. I think Disney right now is doing a better job of uh, doing their their TV and movie connections than uh, they were previously doing with Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I think now they're going to have a lot more control over their uh, Marvel TV shows that have the connection to the movies now. So I look forward to seeing what that means for this new phase. They've, they've learned a lot from how uh, their TV and, and movies should sync up from prior working. And so moving forward, it's going to be really interesting to see them tie into the MCU uh, from their TV shows. I feel like this phase is more TV shows than it is movies, though. Like, it's because by the mm-hmm. time this year is out, we're supposed to be getting Hawkeye and Miss Marvel. And what if... Mm-hmm. So that's going to end up being what? Mm-hmm. Almost three, almost six Marvel shows this year. And 
Yeah. Three to four ish movies and, this year. Yeah. It's gonna be wild to see if they're gonna feel. I mean, I'm 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 really interested in seeing what they do with with with, with, with all these tie-ins. So like, do we just tie in only the Loki stuff about the variants, or do we just do these very subtle background glitches and like, oh look at that, that looks different now, and people would only be able to know it if you had watched an episode of a TV show on Disney Plus or not. So again, like the the ball is in their court with with how they want to you know connect these all these all their projects together. So it'll be very interesting to see what they ultimately decide to do if they decide to say only two movies are going to have connections to the TV shows or if there's going to be small little Easter eggs that people can piece together in the background over time. I'm hoping they would take the TV shows and and I feel like I kind of said this before of how, you know, since with COVID and stuff, like last year, Marvel was pretty much absent, but that allowed them to kind of figure out their plan for this year and that they're being very successful um, instead of having, you know, um, Marvel, usually we were used to Marvel movies coming out at certain times of the year, a little bit of tidbit here, a little bit of tidbit here that led us to Infinity War slash Endgame. But with the TV shows, I feel like since they have more time to be more concise in not only whatever the storyline with the characters, but adding more tidbit, like just putting an Easter egg here and be like, it's here. We're just letting you know. And that Easter egg is going to come back to us in some type of movie or form. Or they're using the reality or the atmosphere from that show to kind of make it their basis for the movie of like, well, you know, so-and-so. Like, even with Captain America and and um, and the Winter Soldier, knowing that, you know, Sam is Captain America and, and Bucky is... Bucky. <laughs> um, <laughs> taking that forward, <laughs> like, I, I don't have much to say. Taking that forward, you know, that's going to be mentioned. Like, I mean, that's mentioned in Eternals in the trailer. And, um... I feel like they are. They're going to talk about Steve and they're going to talk about Sam probably. And, and, and I feel like, yeah, like if you watch the show, then you know what they're talking about type thing. Or like, um, like with Spider-Man three, knowing that we've, we've heard about the rumors of how all the Spider-Men are coming together. Um, we know there's going to be some kind of mention of some reality, something because something's going down in that movie. Don't know quite yet we're still waiting for that teaser trailer but we know something's going to be mentioned from maybe mentioned because this is a sony this is a sony based movie too so i don't know it's gonna be hmm. but again they have so much to choose from if they're still trying to do post-production stuff for that um and even with the hawkeye series they're gonna take from black widow movie and i know they're gonna take some little bit of information and maybe put it in the hawkeye show because of some stuff that went down in the movie. So I'm excited, of course, because Marvel is just they're doing they're doing so well and I'm so proud, but day, it made me really realize um when last week when there was no Marvel show and I already watched Black Widow, I was like, there's no more Marvel anything out. What do I do? Like it's you're kinda already used to just Marvel content and I was <laughs> I was already missing it. I was like, what do I even watch? Like but I'm waiting for what if that comes out next month in August, so that's the next show to uh dive into. But I'm excited for the future. I know you guys are. I just wow. And I, I do appreciate that we have a little break before we get into what if 
and Hawkeye and Eternals and has a whole like another phase coming. So excited. Mm-hmm. Um, any final thoughts of Loki before we segue to Black Widow? Mm-hmm. <laughs> excited. I know we're excited. I have no idea what season two is going to be about. I was kind of upset that we did not see Owen Wilson with his jet ski. I really wanted to see that. Didn't have that. It didn't happen. Wait till That's season, what season two. two is going to be about. Right. Wait till season two, I guess. Okay. No, Owen Wilson gets I, his I, jet ski. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> his chest. Yeah. It says wow. Chest. As he's, he's wow. Wait, maybe wow. next season we get his wow. Yeah. No, so. And mm-hmm. season, And then it's a series wrap. Someday. <laughs> the Someday. End. Right, the and Elfid. Okay, so now the Black Widow. We've been waiting to talk about this for like four years. <laughs> Finally, we can sit down and talk about this movie that's been trying to be out since forever. Um, Black movie came. Black Widow movie came out, of course, on Disney Plus. If you want to pay that lovely premiere price to see it, or you know, if you have or find a friend, or find, <laughs> find a friend, um, find a friend and keep mm-hmm. them forever. Keep them forever. Um, mm-hmm. I will say this honestly is one of the best Marvel movies like ever. Um, <laughs> wow. <laughs> I just wow. screenshotted that. <laughs> wow. For the characters, they, like, it was a solid movie. Like, it was a really solid movie. <laughs> Mar- okay, I'm going to where's my scoreboard? No, I just wasn't ready for that. I'm sorry. Two <laughs> points for Flair. I was I was ready for you liked it. I wasn't ready for this is the best Marvel movie. <laughs> I didn't say it was the best one. I said one, you- one of the best ones. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely in the top 20 for sure for the night. but it was like it blew a lot of like other Marvel movies out of the water like Ooh. I was expecting those movies no, I mean, way better Thor Dark World is a pretty low bar to set <laughs> that is a really I'm pretty sure better, five this was better right than there. regular but this was better than regular Thor in my opinion too I mean, top, a lot top 20 Thor? out of 22 like regular like, first one. no Thor 1 <laughs> Oh, the bar was still low. What are you talking about? Hey, Thor 1 was pretty solid, but... Mm, what was it? What I mean, you, it? Get intro, you get an intro to Thor and Loki. Like, right. I like the little classic. It really I just, wasn't great. I'm glad you're elaborating we, because this helps me yes. understand that what you actually mean is Black Widow is not that great. Uh, if you're comparing it to Thor and oh, wow. other to things. Thor. <laughs> I mean, if I had a list, I'll be like, yes, yes, no, no, yeah, no. You probably should have picked a different movie before you came to these guys with this statement. <laughs> I no, would I, say it was totally. better than what I expected. It was better than what I expected. I gave yeah. it a, a B, a just a, a, a mid B because mm-hmm. it had what what it um, an action movie should have. It had way more characterization than I expected. Because I thought it was just going to be like, you know, wham, bam, explosions. Ooh, yeah. But no, it had really great plot. It had great characters. It had a nice pace that I followed. A lot of stuff. I mean, the the it, the movie was a little too long for me. And like mm-hmm. when it came to the storyline, it was like, especially when we get to the end, it was just kind of like, okay. And I think with the, like I sent you guys the honest trailers version of what they thought. That's exactly how I thought of like, it is interesting that the villain is very Harvey Weinstein type villain who used the girls that he basically kidnapped through child trafficking to be the weapon or how they say 
girl power, the most strongest force on earth, weaponized that <laughs> to go like, to make his own agenda in uh, taking over the world. I was like, good point. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know about that. Um, Amy. Well, that I wasn't a big fan of that either, but it, it kind of follows in suit to what they did in Endgame when they had all the females appear on the battlefield like out of nowhere. Like same like Mm-hmm. they're being preachy in a way and it's like it's mm-hmm. not necessary just like I just let like the that. girl have her storyline and we're good <laughs> don't need to make it extra mm-hmm. be like oh look at this timely shit like no i just want a black widow movie okay <sighs> and well, I, feel like, yeah, yeah. I think that honestly was where i was kind of having certain issues with particularly the uh two characters and one of them was taskmaster uh Taskmaster is a really dope vigilante, mercenary, sometimes bad guy, sometimes not. Uh, depends on the story. But uh, I thought that this was this would have been a perfect movie to... I mean, if we were to keep the fact that this is uh, Antonia, who is the daughter of Drakoff, who is the head of the Red Room, if Natasha goes out and attempts to kill Drakoff and then decides that this young girl has to die because of vicinity, I think we could have had a great uh, re- revenge story of of almost her opposite, of someone who was affected by her impact. I'll be like, hey, like you let your, your anger decide for you that even though I was an innocent, I was... I was collateral damage and okay to be murdered in this scene. And we could have had a moment where we just had this young girl grow up and have these angers and these emotions and see that her dad is manipulating her, but also seeing that there's like this good force that also decides who lives and who dies and almost kind of has this Zemo philosophy of like complete power is always corrupt. And we could have had a task match that's like just pretty much right in the line and trying to be a villain, but also just like deflects away from power and could have potentially maybe even had a Zemo team up of like two people who can address that there are powers in this world that need to be taken down a peg. And instead, I think what we got was a one use character out of Taskmaster where it's like, great, she said she's sorry. And your whole thing is done now, Taskmaster. Natasha, apologize. It's over. And then now we're not going to see this this person ever again. And that's where I was disappointed. I was like, well, this could have been a really great villain to kind of keep bringing back. And I think they just kind of were very narrow in their focus of how they were going to, like, use his character in the terms of moving along the plot and making it so that, great, we're not going to feel too bad about Natasha almost murdering a child. Or... Thinking she murdered um, a child for I, several years and then made jokes about yeah. it with mm-hmm. her partner who didn't yep. realize that they had murdered a child also for years. Um, yep. Budapest. Child. You remember yeah. Budapest? Ha ha ha. Budapest. And it's like, y'all murdered a whole child during that. Like, what's <laughs> this? This whole story has a darker connotation now that you we have to yeah. look back and be like, why were y'all making fun of this? Y'all like killed, like potentially murdered a, like a, an, an eight year old. <sighs> that's they need therapy. Let's just be honest. Um, so there was that I'm issue sure. that I had I, with it. Yeah, that was a big problem too. Yeah, <clears throat> um, I got tired of how many times one Black Widow should have died, but then didn't because. Oh my God! Yes, she's a shield agent. I guess is the reason why. Like, can we talk about it? 
Is protection. She, protection. Her plot armor was like <laughs> eight layers thick in this movie. They're like, well, she already died, so we can't have her die in this one. And it's like, y'all use that as an excuse. So we can, we can fire a, a rocket. Building. She fell from a 20-story building. We fired a <laughs> rocket at her car. We uh, what? There was a bunch of other. They fell out of a helicopter. They... Uh, there was some other there was they some other nonsense that no was going on. They did sky, sky fighting, fighting. No, parachutes. no parachutes, not a Jedi. Um, yeah, there was just a lot of ways where they should have died. There's no there's no reason why they should have survived some of the gunshots, quote unquote, and stuff. Just like, well, sure, they're shield spies, super red room spies that. But, you know, they're killing them left and right. Mm. So, you know. She was super soldier. Yes! <laughs> Homegirl had the same fall, twisted her entire ankle, and was laid out. Yeah. That part. Natasha gets a similar fall and is like, oh, I got a limp. <laughs> no. Like, you smash your entire torso on a beam and then hit a garbage can on the way down. Like, she must be on some, some serious drugs. I'm sorry. Like, that's. <laughs> First, just, she's like, oh. Oh, that hurts. Anyway, I'm like, what? What are you on? Why are, you tra- why are they training them in the red room? Like, that's scary. That's yeah. really scary. And I also say in this movie, it was titled Black Widow. I came away from this movie really liking Yelena more than any Florence. other character. It was literally Florence. Florence Pugh was fantastic in oh, this. Sure. Um, okay, and I, I and like I was on the scene and like I get like this was uh, you know. The, the, this movie was supposed to be a handoff to the new or, or the next Black Widow. Uh, but I feel like I didn't really get much out of it in terms of like my feelings of N- Natasha. I was kind of, I got more out of it, my feelings towards Florence Pugh, who had a lot. And again, I think it's because it's, it's honestly because this is like the, the, the like what the fourth or fifth female character that has an actual backstory that actually gets to benefit from just years of Marvel just undershooting writing great strong compelling female characters so now we get this great character and it's like we can clearly see oh there was a lot of work put in for you and your character compared to what we have for Natasha and it shows mm. compared to what we have for Captain think- Marvel too Ooh, yeah, Raven, a little spicy, but so no, true. No, me and Ian literally <laughs> so had true. this conversation. We're like, "Wow, this was so oh, controversial." It's so true. <laughs> it was better than Captain. It like, was way better. I, I mean, at, at least with the the girl power shit, like wasn't as bad. Like it was a there was, was a lot of that in this. Some cringiness, unnecessary yeah. girl power. But Captain Marvel takes the cake in that in that respect. Like they really just went no, balls out did. with that right. for that whole movie. <laughs> Not balls out. They went they pussies really out. Did. Watch. Let's correct it there. Whatever, balls, pussies. Mounds out. Right. They were both there. Mounds out. Language. <laughs> Raven's language out. in the first of all. Wow. Let's call this out. Raven told Kat, a frisky. Raven told Cat five minutes into the podcast. Language. Or <laughs> thirty-one minutes later, Raymond's shouting out. I have to. I have to. Marlon, I, I I feel like you recognize you have to start being sassy so that they can come back with the sassiness later. You have to. Right. Raven was playing the long game. Like I'm a, I got a I got a I got a big one coming later. <laughs> oh my gosh. But yeah, Eming and I kind of discussed this after we saw the movie about understanding Natasha a bit better. Because I think our biggest thing when this movie was coming out was uh, this Did movie's we? coming out. 
why are we having this movie coming out? And then after we watched it, we're like, it gave more of an emotional impact for the well, last two. Not for Marlon, but for yeah, everybody not, else. Not for Marlon, <laughs> but for the people who have, you know, humane hearts on this planet. I'm sorry. This did nothing for her. I, I feel like if there were did more callbacks to any scene we had with her prior, and the sad part is we don't have a lot of scenes with her in the other movies, and this movie just was like, oh, great, y'all are really trying to put us much in this like her little whistle I'm like that's a cool whistle I don't recall this being a part of her whole character for all of the films of her doing this long held whistle noise and it's like I get this is with her and her family but it's like if you look at all these other films y'all did her dirty and I have no other connection other than like her talking about the red room her talking about not having any ovaries and pretty much like d- defecting to shield and it's like great i'm getting all her characters in this one movie well, that's cool but she's dead so like how am i going to connect this to, like dark joke i should have said ovaries out in defense out, of that like out. she is a spy <laughs> ovaries out sorry she's a spy like i don't like i think the, i think sorry i think the whole premise is that like you know she doesn't tell steve her past oh, yeah. cuz he thought he, she she didn't have a family when when they say who's her family she didn't have one she didn't tell him anything therefore why would we know anything i think that is reflective of the fact that they were keeping her as like you know a spy someone who doesn't you know talk about herself a lot mm-hmm. but I th- I, granted i know that's why you didn't feel anything but i think that was part of the reason even with I, Hawkeye, if, who for me i think it just highlights that she needed a movie earlier i think I think it just highlighted Sorry. that, hey, like, y'all should have probably given her some more, like, character development a bit earlier yes. before you kill her off. And then are like, Agreed. hey, let's That's let's fair. posthumously flesh out her character now. And it's like, cool, it's a bit late for that. And again, I also think it's the same for Hawkeye, where it's like, they fully shoehorned in his family in a couple movies. of like, let's give Hawkeye some character development. It's like, y'all are slowing down this, this entire runtime for this whole family moment right now. This is a lot that y'all are trying to push. Yeah. And in that same moment, they're pushing across Hawkeye's character story and Natasha in the exact same scene. They're like, mm. oh, these are two characters that have no other backstory. We have screen time. Let's just write this out right now. Hawkeye, nuclear family. Natasha knows them. They all kept it secret. And they're holding all the Avengers as they're on the run. And Thanos, next scene. Yeah. Marlon sucking the joy out well, of the scene. I think Emi and I kind of took it apart. Like, it's not a lot of things that we feel like... Oh, oh my gosh, this makes sense now. But they were really important part, like very like one scene, like in in game, or like two scenes, like with the why she, why she wore that vest because she did wear that vest the entire movie, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, now that makes sense. I think someone actually went back and uh, the part where they're in Wakanda and when everybody started to fade away, when she, I think they saw Vision die, she's holding her vest in a weird way. Now I know that was probably like just. Oh, we see that. We're going to make a whole backstory from that. I get it, but I appreciate that. The reach was the internet was like, and I appreciate it. She just like, did this. She just, she just held her chest, and it's like, <gasps> she's thinking about her sister. And it's like, y'all, I she like was just holding her chest. Gonna, she just finished running. I'm going to go with that. That's canon for me now. That, that's canon for me. I'm going to go Marlon, with that. But Marlon, you also got to realize that the, when they did this, they're thinking about like the people in the in the who are to come who will watch these films in the order and like oh now we obviously it's out of order for us because we've seen them all but if you're a new fan and and you're and you're like diving in and 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 you go by the order that that they've created for you they're like oh now this vest thing is way more meaningful for me as a new marvel fan 
It's like having. Yes. I think it's more or less like, like when we were trying to find Mephisto and all the and all the WandaVision. Like, oh, he's in there. It's like he was never in there. We were just trying to find him. <laughs> I, I I feel like it is very similar to to Anakin Skywalker making C three PO in the Phantom Menace or something like that. It's just like, oh, see, here he is. We made C three PO, and it's just. Oh, wow. man, what did that have we're to do with all the franchises? What in that? But like. It reminds me of because of the out of order, (laughs) because of the out of orderness. It reminds me of the prequels a little bit. Just like, oh, we knew Anakin Skywalker was Mm. supposed to become Darth Mm. Vader. Let's show how you did that. Like, and this was just not as. It just it. They needed more. They never did enough with Natasha, and that's really the problem Mm -hmm. with this movie Mm -mm. was that Natasha didn't have enough backstory before Mm -hmm. it. So, and now she's dead. So. Mm I don't know. Yeah, it's until sad. she's not because multiverse. Happens, I guess. I mean, multiverse people. Hey, until she's not, and the next year there'll be two black widows. Bring her back. Oh god. It'll be she's like that season widow. of the okay. Arrow where there were two white canaries, and it was just like yeah. no. one of y'all gotta go. I like both like of y'all can't be on before. this show. And I was like, it is. And, and literally <laughs> like even have. Arrow was like, okay, Gabe, only one of these can be here on this show. So one of y'all gonna randomly die in these next couple episodes. And I was like, Laura, you gotta go. Uh sure enough, she was gone. Bye but yeah, I, I think I think with this one, I'm hoping they do Florence Pugh better because, again, I think she had a pretty big uh, reaction. Like, everyone loves her. Everyone thinks she's she's fantastic. Um, I'm hoping they do a lot more with her. I'm hoping she gets another movie or some movie tie-in, maybe a combo movie with her and Hawkeye and the crew. Who knows? Um, I wasn't a big fan of how it ended only because of just how I felt that – Madam Hydra's team should have looked like. I still mm-hmm. think that she. I still think that honestly, that Madam Hydra should have somehow ended up with Taskmaster. That yes. honestly, like that she Madam been, Hydra. Taskmaster should have wound up. Yeah, she's uh, yeah. Contessa Vom. Her long blank Val. name, but it's like she's Madam Hydra. Like in the comics, of like her entire name is just AKA Madam Hydra, and it's like. She should have somehow wound up with an angry and vindictive taskmaster, similarly to how she wound up with a U.S. agent that also has a chip on her shoulder. Two characters that want to prove themselves that we could have seen more with them. And unfortunately, you know, they got the new Black Widow. And I think her reasoning was still really loose, only because, like, Marvel spent the entirety of Black Widow having Natasha tell uh, Yelena how much she respected and cared for Clint. And only for the end of the movie to be like, here's the guy that killed your sister. And it's like, uh, I mean, she literally spent this whole movie talking nonstop good things about this man. But he murdered her, so he's my next target. It was just too easy of a wrap-up. Like, you all should have gone with the Taskmaster route. It would have been so much cooler to see it happen. And, you know, we don't get it. So it's fine. But I think that was a missed opportunity for them to, like, really have this, like, kick-butt anti-hero team. Yeah. Well, my – I do have a question. Do you think uh, uh, Zemos would be the one to – connect with Taskmaster so that he has his own like you know how we saw in Captain America show how uh, Bucky had to pretend to be the Winter Soldier beside him so, so they can do their little whatever mission they well, were doing Antonio's I feel like a he victim. misses that I feel well, like they made Antonio. I think they made Antonio more of a victim rather than someone who has a choice 
to make these decisions. And so by doing that, she she got the opportunity to just go with the other widows and kind of like figure out their life. But because they made her a victim uh, and like, you know, she had no control of her actions, it's like they pretty much wrote her out of the, like whatever's happening next. Had they given her some agency, had they given her a choice to be like, I'm making these actions because Natasha Mm -hmm. did me wrong and my father did me wrong and I'm hurting anyone that has power, then we could have seen her either stepping into a Zemo partnership or a Madam Hydra partnership. But because she was made to be the victim and Mm -hmm. saved by the end of the movie, you know, effectively she's written out of this film. Like, she's cured now. She's cured and she's safe. And she's, you know, they made her out to be a a woman that has, like, a, a very, like, childlike reaction to, like, oh, I'm so hurt. Is is he gone? Is my father gone? And, like, she's, like, was literally in the fetal position. And it's, like, okay, this, this character is being written off now. Like, she was being <laughs> abused. And it's, like, this is a lot to do with for this character. And so we're just going to say, great, she was saved. And now she's going to go off and do her own thing when they could have written her as, like, hey, I spent years training my body, honing my skills. I might also have a secret, I also might have a a secret mutation that allows me to mimic all kind of combat movements, but we don't get that. We just get a character that's like, hey, she was hurt and now she's going to go recover elsewhere. And she knew Kung Fu. That is sad. And, she knew Kung Fu. <laughs> she knew Kung Fu. I, again, they wasted this character. <laughs> they gave us her having those vibranium T'Challa claws and having the Captain America shield foo. And it's like, actually, she had no control over that because she was being mind controlled. And it's like, well, you wasted this character now. You made her a you made her a robot character, and it's like really disappointing. This could have been honestly, her being a woman was amazing. I think that could have been an amazing moment of like, hey. This could have been a woman who has a different ideology and a different way of fighting the wrongs that were committed on against her. And we didn't get that. We got the very cookie cutter, good guy, bad guy. And that was it. I, even on the, I even am on the, tired Natasha of... straddles it. Sorry. It's hard to come in sometimes with the leg. I'm but the, uh, the, it's, I, I was, I'm getting tired of the, a racial identity or, uh, a gender identity of a character being like a wow factor in these Marvel movies also like, Oh my gosh, what about Taskmaster is a woman? Mm-hmm. Like, like it didn't, it's, it, it was something I started thinking about towards the beginning of that movie. And I was, just, or it might've been in some of the trailers beforehand, just like seeing stuff or I was just like this mask, the way they keep concealing this character is going to end up being like, like the punchline at the end or something, isn't it? And sure enough, it was. It's just mm-hmm. it, it, two steps forward, three steps back. I don't some something of that sort with all these Disney properties when it comes to that. Keep the yeah. mask on. It was it's not it the was way. Just very. It was just very disappointing to see, and it was to the point where in the movie, I would I would forget a. I would forget she was in the movie sometimes because we were so focused on everything else and then it'd be Taskmaskers here. And I'm like, what's Taskmaskers going to do? Fight. Okay. And then disappear. And so it was just like, it did she didn't feel tied to the story. She just felt like a plot device. And that's really sad because they had so much potential to take her anywhere in the movie and beyond in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I don't also, know. Also, they could have also they could have hired and should have hired a female stunt coordinator. 
because that was the whole thing. It's like, oh, it's like we were looking at like a, and again, when when they show her like side profile, you see that her neck is smaller than the body. It's because they gave us this like big man running around. It's like, oh, it's a woman surprise. It's like you could have gotten a female stunt coordinator to fit this role, so you wouldn't have to have this really jarring moment where like the actor's neck doesn't fit the body that they happen to be like residing in. They have this weird like, are you just like CGIing her neck and head onto this on this person's body? I wouldn't be there surprised. There are female like stunt coordinators that can do all these stunts and it didn't need to be a big reveal like oh it's a man like oh it's a woman's body like cool like we get that out the jump like we don't need to like guess you could have had that done but you want it to be this whole little reveal of like oh it's a man's body oh but it's not a man inside it's a woman what 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 surprise surprise girl power it it was girl power that part i just didn't like but i do want to turn to the attention to the other amazing characters in this movie too because like we have our family we have our little um her little hopper <laughs> people keep calling her or keep calling him as the friend zone dude because she totally friend zones them in the end and it was so bad it was so cringy that scene was so cringy towards the end yeah oh, he thanks. has a he, he has an entire comic about him I had a feeling. I feel like he's he's, he's the a pretty big he's deal. like he's like the intermediary. Like if you need something, he like play basically he like plays the field. He gives like goods and services to good guys and bad guys, anyone willing to pay. Um, but yeah, it was nice because we have. I mean, we have Lena, but then we have you know Rachel Weisz's character of um, I forgot her character name in this movie, and then we have um, David Harbour's um, Red Guardian. Red Guardian. Wow, I was going to say Red Cyclone too. <laughs> Red Guardian. <laughs> I mean, I kept Red making fun Cyclone. Of I, it was the Guardian. Red Cyclone was supposed to be. Who is that? The the dude who, who, who played Sankey. the wrestler Whiplash. Mickey Mickey. Yeah, Rourke. Mickey Rourke. Yeah, like or his Mickey character Rudy. was Where like was like they were like <laughs> half and half of like Red Cyclone supposed to be this character, but it's like we're still making Whiplash, but it's like similar it's all or whatnot. Russian to me. <laughs> Mickey Rourke was supposed to play Zangief in Street Fighter. I didn't realize that. <laughs> wow! Really? I would have watched that. I would have watched that. I would have liked that. Zangief. But yeah, I think but, uh, uh, yeah, he was great at Red Guardian. Red Guardian was he good. Was... I hope we see more of Red Guardian. Um, Me too. Me too. People are already like speculating, like how strong is is he? Would he go face to face with this character? This character and. You know that's that's what they're at um, because you know how in he has jail, a knockoff was, version though. Yeah, he is. Cause, but I mean, you know how like in jail he was talking about how he did this and he did that because you know he's a super soldier and he could do this and that. And it's like, could he really face to face? You know, I don't know. But I Not just really. enjoy how he was. He brought you know comedy, and he definitely was. He really did care about the girls. He did. He just. He had the mission in mind. I think he was just like mission minded, but in the back of his mind, he cared about them. But because of the, re- the events in the movie, he really, it, it, every, okay, once we got to like the third act of this movie, this is where Fa- Fast and the Furious 9 was very, because that was like the most recent movie I saw with this movie in the same week. I was just like, damn, this family again. Like, it's really family. The pirate family pirate brought family. down the red room. <laughs> And save the world again. Dom was right. Damn. Like, nope. <laughs> Forget it. I think, I think that, that also aligns up with another inconsistency with this movie that they didn't answer where 
Nat gets arrested by S.H.I.E.L.D. and then released two weeks later. And there's no reason given why she was released by S.H.I.E.L.D., even though they were hunting for her prior to that. <laughs> that was a question I, I was going to bring up. That felt like a loophole of... Yeah, she just in, was not in prison anymore. <laughs> in Silver War, so she did try to run away, but then she did come back to sign the papers and then was like, leave me alone. But she had red hair when she was doing that. So the scene where she was on, I don't know if you remember in Civil War, where she was on, she was, uh, she had, she was on the committee or something and she was talking about, well, now Black Widow, what are you going to do or whatever? And she's like, she says something and she dramatically leaves the courtroom what when was that on the timeline was that before this movie was that before after this movie, movie? civil How war was supposed to be before this to... movie it was before i know but before. it's just weird because it's like that whole movie was before but then i feel like there was just certain scenes that were just because i don't understand how okay the end of this movie you have senator ross who again he's back i feel like he's just one of those characters who will always be that character. Um, he's back. He's trying to catch Natasha. He's been trying to get her for some weeks now. How does she go from standing in the sun with them surrounding her to next scene? She's wearing her uh, blonde Infinity War hair. Uh, she's already ready to go. Yes, Amy? I think she cut a deal. What was the deal, though? I don't know, but how else do you think she got out of the situation? <laughs> I mean, I mean, it must have been like a, gotta like, be a big I trade this mess of whatever for, like, but I'm like, was that even good enough? Like, I just. Well, she got out. Well, the question then becomes like, the whole reason they're looking for her is because they're also looking for the rest of her team that has also not signed the Sokovia right. Accord. So it's like, either she gave someone up to get captured or there was some equivalent information. Because it's like, if I'm looking for other superheroes, I need something of, 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 of an equivalent, like, buy from you from letting you go in two weeks. Like, right. it, it, it had to be something worth them giving, like, literally letting her go two weeks later is, like, interesting and enough. And it's like, great, it's not, we're not going to talk about it. She's just out. It's been two weeks that she was captured by S.H.I.E.L.D. Here she goes. Or who knows, maybe even she got let out by Nick Fury on the slab. Like, yo, I'm going to get you out. Here you go. Escape. Uh, but that's still iffy because he did not want a part of it. That's why he disappeared. He was like, you know. So it's just, hey. that's my big thing. Was was what she did in this movie big enough for her to be like, I'm out? Because then that means, like, I mean, he said it. He They already captured... They said they captured Sam. They captured, uh, you know, uh, Hawkeye. Um, she so like they were trying to get her because they were like Captain America is one of the only people we can't catch, and, and I was just like, so I'm like I'm gonna have to watch the like the 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 parts where they're talking in Civil War just to be like, okay, what's going on? Because that part, the ending part, I didn't get at all. That was the big confusion part for me, and. We see the ship that she gets that she uh, that they use towards the you know the the next two last movies or at least in the Infinity War because um, I guess that's when she's gonna go break out go hook up with Captain America and break out Sam I don't know who knows but just for my little Marvel fangirl mind I was just like I need context and why she got out but hey 
Black Widow, as we, as the whole movie shows, girl power and she never dies and she always gets away. That was her thing. Until when it came to saving the universe, that's why her <laughs> impact and her sacrifice impact made such a big damn mm. difference because <laughs> she did all this other stuff. Now she's like, I'm ready to go. I have to do it for all y'all. And that's why yeah. I was like, this makes it sad now. Hmm. Amy, you like you have something to say. No, I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to place the, the parts you're you're talking about in my head on the timeline. I'm the, trying to get it. I want to make sure that I'm remembering part, this. I was right. like, do you remember the scene where first she wasn't gonna sign the papers? Then she said that was yes, civil war. Sign. Then she decided yeah. to sign the papers. Then she dramatically leaves the room. So I'm guessing after the end of the movie where they all split up, they were like, let's get her. And that's why she was on the run. Is that why? That's why we get the beginning of Black Widow? Because. Well. Sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I I did like a quick little dive. And according to director Kate Shortland, how did she get away? We don't know. You don't know. I don't know. That was intentional. Because he wanted to leave the question of how she would get away uh, out there rather than allow the audience to get exhausted by another fight. He wanted to leave you guys on a high with the question of how did she use her ingenuity because she did. And it was probably, I would say, she bargained away out of the situation, but I don't know how. I'm tired of these directors going, I don't know. But I get it. You opened up the doors for all interpretation. Mm -hmm. I get it. But this is a pretty big fact because this is Mm -hmm. how we get Infinity War Natasha. I mean, it picks up right after Captain America Civil War. We're going to have to watch that movie now. Great. Thanks, Marvel, for giving me homework. Oh, no. I need to watch Marvel movies. Oh, my (laughs) life is so hard. Better than watching dating movies but wearing masks with animals that I refuse to partake in. get used to. I mean, I'm telling you. Okay. Before we wrap up this Black Widow movie, um... I just want to say thank you. What's her name, Kate, for making this movie? Um, Kate I'm Shortland. Just glad, I'm just glad it was better than what we thought because it would have been exactly what we had thought. We would have been like, but it was entertaining, and we get one. Of the, we get a, a promising young new star to look forward to in the future, which I'm Jeff excited Bozer. for. Which was the saddest part of the movie was the ending part was when she yeah. was doing the whistle at the crowd. I was like, man, I was like, no, 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 I don't want to cry. I don't want to cry. I was like, I really wasn't uh, expecting a whistle back. And I was like, nah. I know. I was like, oh, wait. For a minute, I was like, are we in Hunger Games? <laughs> like a, a forest? I'm like, wait, Katniss? <laughs> Is Katniss going to appear? In She's under the whole, like. <laughs> Right. It was definitely getting some vibes. Um, Florence Pugh could play a play a uh I don't know. She 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 she'd be fine as Katniss. Oh yeah. Wait, for I'm, sure. ready, she, I'm ready for the reboot of that. Oh, sure. let's, let's redo that last movie, shall we? Let's, let's just do the whole franchise with her. I'm fine. Like, let's go. Um but yeah, so yeah, I'm glad this movie was a little bit better than I expected. I'm excited to see with what was your rated cast? Oh, I said a B. I'm mid B. It's gonna be a controversial. Let's go for, let's go for uh, one star out of ten stars. What are you here? <laughs> this is like a four, close to a four. Oh, like a wait a minute, you said it was a B. That's not a B. 
Wait a minute. That's not oh, a B. I close to a four, so what? That's like a three point. Wait, cat, cat. I, I, I said one out of ten. One, oh, one out of ten. I one out of ten. Five. Sorry, I heard five. I was like, whoa, cat. A seven. Cat's leaning on an interesting grading skill. Plus five <laughs> bonus points. With the number, with the number thing, I always do five. That's why I was like, right, I had the number in my gotcha. head. Gotcha. Oh, okay, okay, so okay, seven, so you said. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anything? What would you give it? Because I would watch it again. I would watch seven and a half. Yeah. Ooh. Raymond. I was thinking too. If I'm being Probably. nice, a six and a half. Ooh, six and a half. Nice. That's a big deal. I'm seeing at a solid five. Yeah, I didn't expect that. What's the last thing you gave a five to, though? I'm trying to remember. The last thing I gave a five to? What was the highest rating you've given a movie so far? You said a five for something else. The last thing I've given, I think the like the highs I've given is like an IGN seven. Because IGN gives everything a seven. What? The, IGN <laughs> gives every single movie they've ever rated. It, every movie has, has, has gotten a seven. It's been wild. It's been like it's seven like months. Justice League, they gave it a nine. Marvel. That's true. They gave Justice League a nine. nine. But like so everyone weird. was like seven, 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 seven. Are you Monica from Friends? <laughs> I don't watch that show. I don't watch You've never that. seen we that clip? Don't do that here. <laughs> we don't do that no. here. I mean, you were doing in the exact same way. That's why I, I was, was asking. Yeah, I you're get, like seven, seven. Oh, <laughs> I literally was just saying I was just commenting on how many sevens they have. She does that. That's why I. That's only why oh, I asked. That's only why I said that because okay. we were literally mimicking it on she accident. She was copying you, Marlon. Okay, from the send me that gift. I'll, I'll, I'll look for it. I'll look for it. <laughs> Okay, yeah, um, but I think, yeah, so those are all our ratings, Kat. But, Kat, I would love to hear um, a different kind of rating from a different kind of show. So this is Marlon's Corner featuring Kat because we're the oh, only two that not at this. all. I'm going to put my feet up <laughs> and lean back. So, this is, this is literally all you. Oh, oh, okay, so, you, okay. So anyway, you guys, after all this, lots of movie and miniseries uh, watching with you guys, um, I was looking forward to this little dating reality show on Netflix <laughs> called Sexy Beast. What attracted me to the show because of the trailer was not only because it was just a typical old dating show, I want to find the right one, but we upped it up a notch. We have them in kind of almost like a cosplay of a mask that is like amazing makeup and uh, mask. It's almost like the, the mask reality show with the singer, with the singing. But even better, you, now we're doing it with dating. Um, the mass Singer. <laughs> it's like the mass Singer, but now we're doing it with dating. Um, mm. And so I just want to shout out to the, the art and makeup team on the show. They are so amazing. And like, they take the time to put so much effort and detail in the art for, for such a show that's so simple. So I just want to, they're, they're the real stars of the show. It's the people, it's the crew. But on top of that, um, this show takes place in London. So yes, you have a good mix of Americans and English people <laughs> in this dating um, situation. Very simple. You get the, the main character, you know, they're in a mask. You have a story like, I want to find love. And then you have three contestants. They at first do speed dating at a bar, which doesn't take long. Then they oh, have to Lord. eliminate one so that you have two to go on a real date on. So after that, um, 
after they eliminate the first one, so they go on a date with, you know, the other two people. After that, they meet up in a uh, fancy, beautiful manor in the English countryside. They call it the Sexy sexy Beast Manor. Um, whatever. It's a beautiful place. I'm like, dang, they sexy really went out mom. in the locations in, in the show. And um, that's where we have the bachelor moment of, I like both of you, but I unfortunately have to get rid of you. And so, uh, <laughs> you know, they eliminate one and then the one they choose is their sexy beast. Now, in the process of that, um, when they eliminate the first one in the in the preliminary round, uh, they the person gets to take off their mask and the main character gets to see who could have been the one, you know? They're like, you see, they're attractive enough. They're, they always get blown away. Like, oh man, you're really cute. Oh, did I make the right decision? And this is when, this yeah. is why I say the show is funny because every, every person on every episode, it wasn't like a, you know how we had last year with Too Hot to Handle? People mm-hmm. were just being stupid, just being stupid. This True. show, what I really like about the people on the show, everyone has such a strong personality. Like they're just hilarious. Like they're just it's too much. Like it's 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 pure hilarious. Like it's it's just pure humor. And I appreciate some people being about the physical attributes, some people actually looking for emotional uh connection, and then people who are just straight up chaotic, and I love it. And so they're wearing the animal mask being chaotic and saying crazy stuff on the date because that's just you gotta get noticed. Um, but yeah, I really like the reveals of like, oh no, they were they were hot. Like the whole Squidward me. Oh no, he's hot. Like it was, and then they're like, did I make the right decision? You'll never know because you didn't choose them. You know. Oh um, at the end, they do the whole typical, oh you're the one, and they walk down this beautiful tunnel of love with lights, and it's pretty. That's um, not real people. No one does that in real life. I mean, there were some. I mean, there Dang. were issues. Even like, you were everyone... coming at me for being a, <laughs> for being so negative. You were like, "This doesn't exist. That's BS. No one does that." But it's a good reality show. But I do, I do have some notes for the show. Eamon's um, all about sci-fi and screenwriting, but she draws I mean, a line when it comes to dating shows. Like all they that had, is fake. Get that a, out of here. Uh, that's not I, what dating is. Goddamn it. <laughs> they tried to do that though, because every episode. I'm like, what kind of mask are they going to wear? Like, I was interested in, like, what they're going to wear. Because, like, when it came oh, on, it was God. like, we show the main character and the people who are in the shadows. And then they show, I was like, oh, they dressed up as a witch. Oh, they're dressed up like a frog. Oh, they're a wolf. <laughs> they're, like, the artwork was amazing. But to see them, like, actually, like, so another great thing about the show is the narrator, the narrator, the narrator saved the day. Like, his little jokes oh, <laughs> and commentary God. had me it's dying. It's a narrator. Because people have narrators in life. It's yes. a guy. Oh. I don't know his name, but he was hilarious and you know he had to do the puns uh according to the animal of what the contestant was dressed like mm-hmm. um I'll get he, old he really was great quick. too <laughs> it, but it, the thing about this is only six episodes each episode is about 25 it, minutes so oh. you can just knock this out fast um i liked it because it was short it was to the point there was no like like I, I did not find anything I didn't like about this show. It was just really entertaining, and if they do a season two, I would definitely watch it because it's just, it's just weird and it's out there, and mm. I, I don't mind watching something that, that that's this. like that. <laughs> Mark, so, I'll turn it over to Marlon. Yeah. Did you not watch this, Marlon, or did you watch this? <laughs> I watched about uh, okay. ten minutes with my uh, fiance. <laughs> 
And you watched the whole thing. No, no, I watched it because um, one, I knew Kat was watching, but two, um, I've been scrolling through looking for things to watch, and I've been I just saved Red Blood Sky to watch, and I had, like gone by uh, Animal, the Animal Love Show, and like it's you know it, I have autoplay on, so it starts playing, and I'm like watching it, and then Camille comes over, and she goes, "What is this?" I'm like, "Do you want to watch it?" She goes, "No." I'm like, "Oh, we're gonna watch this tonight then," and then. Just, I just spent the entire time looking over at her as she's just like cringing. I'm like, this is so gross. I don't like any of this. It's like, why, why does she look like that? I'm like, but baby, they're trying to find love. She was, this is disgusting. I'm like, I know, but it's so funny to watch. It's so uh, fun to watch. It's, it's, it's cringy in a way, but I will tell you this. They most likely got the folks from, I don't know if y'all watch sci-fi like I did, but sci-fi used to have that prosthetic and costume yes. design show. Oh, yeah. yeah. I feel like where they like, we need you yes. to make like a xenomorph. Yes. Well, it's like, great. They took that show and said, great, you need to yeah. make up these people for their first date and dress them up as like, great, you're going to be a bug beetle. We're going to put big antenna on top of it your was, head and give you a yeah. box face. Mm. and have little pincers on your mouth. And it's like, they Very went above detailed. and beyond for this. They did. Uh, well, yeah, no. Was, yeah. I'm not going to watch any more of it. I just wanted to watch it just for the social experience of like, this looks wild. Dang, am I the only one that watched it and liked it? I think it might just be. <sighs> well, it does that's happen. Cool. It's cool. I mean, Robin likes things that no one else likes. And then sometimes And Aiming doesn't like any kind of televised love stories. Because <laughs> those are boring. Sorry, televised dating shows. It's like, I don't like no, any of this. It's terrible. I don't like well, it. It's funny because like, last, last year we all took the plunge. Well, not Ray, but we too all took the handle. plunge and watched it too hot to handle. And that was I'll never, I'll never hard. Get that back. I'll never get that back. And that's you why I was nervous to watch this show. And I was like, oh, this show's way more better. It's I did gone. not watch season two of Too Hot to Handle because I don't think I can handle it. But I oh, was really glad good. to watch Sexy Beast because it was way better than Too Hot to Handle. Season two like, is not as good as season one of Too Hot to Handle. Oh, you watched? So you watched that? Oh, of course I did. I had you, to follow up on like, how my how's my crew doing? Like, what's happening this season? But, but I feel like season one, it didn't have my... My like guy who was like the most frugalist, the accountant, uh, the most frugalist man on the island. Like I'm not touching anybody. I'm worried about this bag. Y'all kissing? That's ten grand a piece right there. <laughs> this man had every infraction, that monetary memorized. I'm like that's like five grand. That's like five grand a nipple. What you doing? Both he of them? Like the dad. And everybody hates Chris. Marlon, was just, he was like Terry Crews from there. Was. He was like we ain't got that kind of money. <laughs> That's like when he was like, he took it out of their money and not out of mine. And it's like, my man is really about this bag right now. He was He's here like, to like have fun. But then the moment they said money, oh, there's money involved. I'm not touching anybody. I'm good. I'm good. So, okay. I know we're kind of segueing over to that. Compare, since you saw season two, compared to season one, did did anything, was there anything better or good of that? Or oh, no, would you say season one is just, just oh, way better? They're both garbage. But I mean, I think... I think what it comes down to is I I think it's the initial shock factor of, oh, this show came out, and now I'm, like, numb to season two, so nothing surprised me. Season uh, one, everything was like, they are doing this. And also the fact that in season one, they did all this gross stuff, and then end on, like, now we're going to have you learn about how to empower yourself. It's like, you are having them on this island with the pure intent of having them have sex with one another for no reason, and now you're like, you need to really respect your body and, like, respect your personal time. And it's like, are you really giving them therapy after putting them in this situation of, like, have sex, wear naked clothes? And it's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> 
but respect your body. <laughs> exactly. And, so and, messy. And, and that's why I thought it was wild. But now season two, I'm like, okay, I, I, this is all normal. None of this is new. Okay. <laughs> this, is, this is normal. Y'all didn't raise the bar. <laughs> Y'all didn't raise the bar. I'm sorry. But yeah, it was, they're, they're, they're both bad, cat. but season one has an up because it was a wow factor of like it never been done before. And it's like, here, these hot singles, they're, they're all rearing to just have sex, but if they don't, they all get money. And those two people got married and they got divorced right quickly afterwards. Wait, who got married? <laughs> like the one, that one girl that had the most annoying like Barbie doll voice and like that tall, lanky guy. They got they like, didn't get married. Oh, they, they were broke engaged. Up. They were engaged. I, I know. And they they were engaged, up. but they didn't get married. They, they broke up. They were engaged. No, no. They went to Vegas. They did. Was eventually, Instagram. they broke up. And then, and then they were doing that whole like, we got Vegas married, but we're gonna like plan our actual wedding. And it was like, no, right. no, nah, nah, y- 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 y'all didn't make it that far. Waste of time. <laughs> Waste of time. Again, not real. But um, not real. For sexy mm-hmm. beasts, I do have notes to make it better for season two. I know there's gonna be season production two. Production notes. <laughs> Cats journal. <laughs> I've never heard of giving notes to a reality TV well, show, but I like it. I, Let's like, hear it. I liked it, and I—I I mean, obviously, uh, the show was gonna only hire people who were hella attractive, or in some cases, I guess, attractive to some people. Because that's like, this person's not cute, but whatever. Um, but the way they try to show them how cute they are, I was like, mm, not my type, but whatever. Um, I just want to say, I wish they had more. Um, variety of type like for each episode i felt like it was very um like i feel like they should have just dived more into lgbtv or dtv tv uh relationships because i kind of got tired of guy girl girl guy i was like why can't we see a lesbian couple or a gay couple or non but like they could have really upped the level of that because just go watch fear street (laughs) (laughs) because i feel like um they did a good job in getting a diverse cast like it was lots of different people from all uh, types of um, races on the show, which I appreciate it. And I appreciate that everybody was just learning about each other and everybody was from somewhere else. I like that, but I was like, mm, but we can, we can step out of our comfort uh, circle a little bit more for that. So hopefully to see that in the next season, um, I do kind of wish they, I understand for ratings, we want hot people, but and they were all young. I was like, he looks young. He looks young. She looks young. Um, I kind of wish, I wish they kind of had some people that were just a little bit normal or a little bit older, like an episode with older people. But, you know, that's just my producer mind. Um, old animals. I mean. Old animal loving. No one was a turtle. They didn't do a turtle. So I was like, if you want to <laughs> go, if you want, because some of the animals they, that they were kind of was based on their personality. So they wanted <laughs> to go down the. We're the older folk. I mean, you think about turtles. That's me. You think about animals that are sloths. You're a turtle. That's producer talk, Marlon. This is producer talk. This is what we're going to do. Unless they get homeboy Mitch McConnell, I don't think anybody should be a turtle. Ah, (laughs) Speak no evil. I'm burning Speak no evil in the Geek Force tent. (laughs) Right. We'll spray you. I don't think the young folks. <laughs> and the I don't the moon. think. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no, no vibes. Bad vibes. But, um, Go yeah. away. Yeah, uh, I, I am. I'm. I'm the only person in the world that says this, but I'm looking forward to the next season, and Oof. I will Good keep for you, you guys Kat. posted. Oh, Oosh. great. Can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> um, anything else we want to add on the docket before we wrap up for the day? 
Nadie. Going once, going twice. Okay. Thank you, everybody, for coming together today and talk about all the wonderful things. We got a fun time in catching up after our little break. Um, listeners, thank you for choosing our show to be the number one show in the moment of your day. Um, don't forget about our social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, until then, you know, stay cool. Watch Silver War, <laughs> Marvel Civil War. Silver <laughs> War. Silver War, right? <laughs> Silver like Samurai War. versus Silver, Silver War. Surfer. What are we talking about? Silver War. <laughs> Egg God. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California. <laughs>